0: Yes Have Some Podcast is brought to you by Carnivorous Creations. Our good friend Mike Nelson has been making these incredible Ghostbusters props for a very long time. We've been talking about it for a long time. In fact, if you've been paying attention, you would know that I just got my brand new Proton Pack delivered to me at DragonCon. There's a video up on YouTube. You can see the pictures on Instagram. It is a one of a kind. I'm telling you. This is the best Proton Pack I've ever owned. It's the best Proton Pack I'm ever going to own. And Mike was super cool. He was very communicative. He talked to me. He asked me questions. I personally had the best experience I've ever had Getting a prop built for me because let's face it, these things are special. There's a lot of detail. We're picky, us collectors, us movie fans. We want the good stuff, and Carnivorous Creations delivers. Now, he not only does Ghostbusters proton packs and proton pack parts, he's getting into Ninja Turtles weapons coming later this year. He's got amazing prop displays, custom displays for your prop replicas. These things are huge. It's hard sometimes. You don't know even how to put it on a shelf. Mike at Carnivorous Creations is going to help you get your collection where you need it to be. So check out CarnivorousCreations.com. That's Carnivorous with a K. And you can also find them at Carnivorous Creations on Instagram and Facebook. Tell them yes, have some podcasts sent you and get yourself into a brand new Ghostbusters proton pack.
1: From the corner penthouse of Spoof Central, all the way to Starkiller Base, this is Yes Have Some Podcast. Do you like? Yes, have some. Yes, have some. You know, they told me you people were conceited douchebags. The only place in the multiverse where you can love the book, hate the movie, but still buy all the toys. I'm
2: afraid you're just too on loud. I'm not looking for a friend. I'm looking for a Jedi Master. A what?
1: Please remember to hold on to your butts and get ready to get stressed. With your hosts, Craig Goldberg, Abigail Gardner, and
0: Jacob Walsh. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Yes Have Some Podcast. My name is Craig Goldberg. Thank you so much for joining us. It is almost time for Toy Fair 2020. Next week, we will be heading out. the big snapple that's what i call it yeah but i like to have fun you never know what i'm gonna say yeah hey jake hey what uh i saw you drinking something earlier i
2: don't i don't care what the liquid is i want to know what what was that cup it's um it's a cup from the saint augustine alligator farm look at that tight free plug Next one will cost yeah. you, alligators. <laughs> Abby, <laughs> how are you
0: doing?
1: Um, doing great. I wish I had a cool cup like Jake, but I don't.
0: It's fine. Let's so, go. Let's, yeah, let's go. go to the
1: alligator farm. Let's
0: fucking do it, bro. I got yeah, free refills all day, dude. Dude, whatever. Nice. I would just be walking by the alligator water, just dipping my cup and sipping on that. That's dude. the
1: free water. Okay. Good
0: stuff. Uh, welcome to Yes Have Some Podcast. Listen, I want to tell everybody we just did a bonus episode. It's going to be up on the bonus feed. So if you are not part of the Yes Have Some Patreon community, you're going to want to go to patreon.com slash Some so you can get in on our bonus episodes. Abigail, what Yo, did we just talk about?
1: We just talked about the Super Mario Brothers movie and how good it is. <laughs> um, no, how bizarre that movie is and like how some of the background stuff of how it came to be and our favorite moments and yeah, I had a lot of fun.
0: A lot of fun. It was good. Um, I, uh, I enjoyed it. also all weekend. You were calling it the Mario and Luigi movie. Was I? Yeah, <laughs> it was pretty funny. No well, that's a better title <laughs> because <laughs> there's no brothers in the movie. Wow. Yeah. I, I didn't get a chance to even illuminate this point on the, uh, bonus episode, but I'll do it. Here's a little freebie, a little preview. Cool. I think that was their way of trying to draw, uh, a connection, an emotional bond between Luigi and Daisy, which was they were both orphans. And
1: then it should have been like Mario and his son, Super Mario and his adopted son <laughs> Luigi.
2: Just make yo, just make Yoshi his son. Yeah, yeah. the Mario, Mario family. His son Yoshi, because that choice wouldn't be any weirder than anything than any other choice in the film.
1: Yeah. That if, would make more sense than any of the other choices. If
2: you like what just It would be more believable than, than anything. So. 65
1: million years ago, a, a comet? Asteroid. Asteroid hit the Earth and created a parallel universe, yes. which you can now get to. There you go. Through Brooklyn. <laughs> yeah, the dinosaur dig. Uh,
0: what would you just? Oh, dig. You yeah. know what you said. That's cool. Uh, so that's on the uh, Patreon feed, and we very much appreciate all of the support. $5 down, $5 a month gets you complete access to the entire archive patreon.com slash yes have some for all of that let's get into some stuff some housekeeping that we have going on jake you were up here this weekend last weekend is it the-
1: this past weekend
0: the last weekend that this happened weekend. jake was here yeah. and we had fun and we went to days of the dead atlanta which is a uh, convention we've gone to every year for the past four or five years and uh yeah, the convention was a little bit of a bust. Uh dealers weren't great. Guests were okay. The weather sucked. I don't know. I had a good time, but overall not my favorite convention that I've ever been to. Besides obviously uh for the the one guest that we met that yeah. we will talk about in a second. Jake, uh, what what was uh, your impression of Days of the Dead this year?
2: Oh, it was the it was uh, <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I don't hey, want to I don't I want bad to badmouth it. No, it's the, the worst it's the worst. It was the worst <laughs> days of the dead I've <laughs> it was ever been to. Worst through. day of my life. Usually, usually it's a really fun usually it's a fun small convention. Yeah. Usually even like it, it's not the size of it that sucked about it because it's always small, but it usually has um better stuff in the vendor hall. There's usually a, at least a few guests that I'm I'm you know, excited for. And then this year, um, you know, it was some of the same people uh, and then just a bunch of people that I, I personally didn't care about getting anything signed. Uh, I didn't see one thing that I was like, oh, I need to buy this. So I, I mean, honestly, like we got there, we 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 got your stuff done right away and we walked around. We were there for 30 minutes and we were like, hey, let's fucking get out of yeah. here.
1: I'm not going to disagree with you, Drake. I thought it was I'm not going to sugarcoat it. Yeah. You got to be honest about it. Uh, it wasn't the best convention, um, but I feel like I had a good time meeting Richard Dreyfus and that interaction while we were in line was pretty fun. Um, mm-hmm. So I'm glad we got to do that. But honestly, it was kind of like, that was the one thing that we actually did there. We got there super early. We got right in Richard Dreyfus's line. Our buddy Hal went, so it was, you know, kind of set up to be a a big day event, but once we got out of the Richard Dreyfus line. It it was a snow day also, we should mention that, which kind of cut back on the attendance.
2: Yeah. Wait,
1: what'd you say? <laughs>
2: I didn't see any snow. I didn't see any snow. <laughs> also our we did get, <laughs> get to see our friends. That wasn't Brock, very Bo Bo scary. Yeah.
1: yeah, Brock and Jessica yeah. were there. So yeah, there were some and good moments.
2: Bo? Bo. Do not forget Bo.
0: Who could forget Bo? Uh we met Richard Dreyfus. We've met him before. <laughs> Obviously, one of the great actors of all time. I don't know if that's true, but I love him. Jake loves him. Abby loves yeah, him. Yeah,
1: national treasure.
0: Um, He, 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 you know, four years ago, it, if Richard Dreyfuss was doing an appearance, it was like, we drove to damn fucking Clearwater, Florida. Jake paid like $300 and didn't even get an autograph. It was just like a, a, a photo op to go, yeah. you know, it was like a very, ex- sorry, Jake, I don't mean to put all your business out there, but we've talked that's about fine. that. On the, you know, Jake paid $800. He's still paying it off. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, but then, you know, Richard Dreyfus started doing more conventions. Um, you know, we saw him at Spooky Empire, and that was the first time we all kind of like met him and got autographs. It was a very long line, hundreds of people, kind of an all day thing. Since then, he's done more conventions, and now he's kind of on the regular circuit. So even though he's a great guest and he's a great get,
1: demand has kind of dropped a little bit. Just
0: a little bit. So the lines weren't too bad. I mean, how long were you in line for? 25 minutes, 30 minutes, maybe that's tops.
2: Yeah. If that, but part of that w- was because we got there like 15 minutes before the actual con opened. So right.
0: absolutely. Yeah.
2: Um, and we,
0: yeah, and, and I've been posting it on, on a social media, on Instagram at Wide podcast. And of course our uh, Facebook and Twitter, um, I had printed out a uh, copy, uh, of the, the cover for Baby Steps from What About Bob, which is Mm -hmm. one of my all-time favorite movies. Uh, To me, it's the funniest movie of all time. I will argue that to anybody. I think Bill Murray and Richard Dreyfuss' performances are incredible, and I think the fact that they hated each other only made the movie better. So sorry that they went through that, (laughs) but my entertainment is what I uh, care about more than (laughs) Richard Dreyfus. getting. you got to see this this interview where Richard... I talked about it last week, where Richard Dreyfus kind of details... Uh, what happened with, with Bill Murray being very mean to him. Um but I think that was a
2: time in Bill Murray's life where he was going through a lot. Yeah. This was uh you know Yeah, but also Richard Dreyfus seems to come out of, you know, every movie saying that somebody didn't like him. Yeah. I think it's you, Richard. Yeah, at yeah. that point you gotta, gotta look you. at yourself.
1: Look like at if hero. if
0: if if Robert Shaw wasn't in Jaws, he he would have had problems with the shark or something. <laughs> damn shark. Dark. And I pissed on his grave. <laughs> his shark grave. Uh anyways, uh Richard Dreyfus was very nice. It was a very pleasant experience. Yeah, he was
1: in a really good mood, which his handler at one point pointed out that he'd gotten a good night's rest,
0: so he was in really good spirits. <laughs> I think that was his wife, by the way. Oh. somebody was his wife. Good for her. Uh, but her name is Handler, which is oh, funny. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, it was a great experience, and and that was great. And I got my Baby Steps uh, book cover signed, and it, we got, got a the photo. It was great. Yeah. Um, photo ops are always stressful, so I was able to do it right at the table. Jake took some incredible pictures.
1: Yep, behind the scenes stuff. Thank you.
0: I got a new phone. Phone is great. Everything was great, and then then we then we got out of there. It was done. We got food, we got lunch, and we moved on with our day. Yeah. Um. So listen, Days of the Dead they put on they put on good conventions, and not every convention is going to be a winner. In fact, with mm-hmm. a convention like that, it depends on the guests and it depends on the vendors. If you are really into sleepaway camp and that's your favorite movie, and you also love yes. homemade
2: uh, horror trinkets and Funko Pops, mm-hmm. you have the greatest day <laughs> of your life. Yeah. Absolutely. If you like buying bootleg DVDs. <laughs> And bootleg Jason Voorhees masks, mm-hmm. then, then you, the you are dead set is for up for you, buddy. There you want what? a jean
1: jacket with a Friday the 13th t shirt sewn to it on the back? That's your place.
0: There's a guy who sells <laughs> <laughs> jam,
1: CBD gummies. The fact that the CBD guy was there, I was like, okay, this feels like a flea market. Uh, <laughs> although i did take a lot of his samples i went by twice the
0: guy who sells the uh the the custom uh, jason painted masks yeah we had a discussion of because we see him at a lot of cons and i was like hey jake or jake well, i don't remember who brought it up but jake, jake did jake was like you think he's ever sold
2: one?'" <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Oh
1: my gosh. um it's a tough Sorry circuit. if that
2: guy listens.
1: Yeah, first of all, <laughs> send
0: us one.
2: Listen, I I want
0: one. I don't have a Jason the
2: mask. I think it,
0: I think it's a hard
2: sell. If you buy one of those, you still won't have a Jason <sighs> mask because they're inaccurate. Yeah. They're
1: like other characters. It, on they're not Jason they're hockey just masks. Paint, it's just painted
2: onto like the cheap. Like a store Halloween oh, right, hockey right. mask. It's not a Jason mask. Right, right, right.
0: But hey, listen, yeah. everyone's got to everyone's got to do their thing. Everyone's got yeah, a little hustle. Do your hustle. thing.
1: Do your arts. Do your crafts. Have fun.
0: But we got out of there. Yeah. So it was fun. Well, um, yeah. But you know what? We, See, had-, we
1: had to buy toys because we were looking at there was a couple- some dogs.
0: There was some Holy dogs.
1: Holy shit. Yeah, there were some cute dogs. And I gave them kisses. And then I gave them five dollars. And I gave it to the human. I didn't give it to the dog.
0: You should maybe elaborate on what they were there for. They
1: were there for – I well, I didn't read everything, but I imagine for social anxiety and as service animals to, like, calm people like me down who see the dog. I think it
2: was for well, – I think it was specifically for veterans, maybe. Oh, yeah. and
1: veterans. Yeah.
0: I don't know why these veterinarians need so much money beyond what we already give them. <laughs> uh, They're
1: basically doctors.
0: <laughs> but for for the mammals – from, uh, For the mammals, I was a teenage mammal. XXX, you'll mm-hmm. know what that means from the bonus episode. Okay, cool. So Days Sign of the Dead, and listen, it's nothing against Days of the Dead. We are uh, vintage toy people. There was no vintage toy yeah. dealers, so it's uh, that's okay. So
1: yeah, you have an off year sometimes, and also the weather was working against you. So um, we get it.
0: I mentioned Toy Fair. We are going to be. This won't be our. La- we'll have an episode before we head out to New York, but uh, I did want to mention that we will be at toy fair and we will be covering as much as humanly possible. We're making appointments. We're doing the work. We're baby stepping. We're I'm practicing. not a slacker. Gibby, give, give me, give I me, I
1: need, I need.
0: There's that joke stealing.
1: Yeah. It's what I do. It's what the people come for and what they want.
0: Um, We will be in New York for uh, New York toy fair. Now, Saturday of Toy Fish. A week from tomorrow. A week from tomorrow. Also,
1: I need to point out, it's not that I'm stealing. It's that I get so excited about it that I want to do it myself and say it, whatever it is. If I can I feel the hey, joke coming. I don't
2: care. Hey, don't try to church it up, Joe Dirt. <laughs>
1: hey, I don't know Joe Dirt very well, so that means nothing
0: <laughs> to me. Welcome back to the riveting tale I'm of Joe saying, Dirt. I'm just saying don't try to
2: sugarcoat it's it. It's
1: because I know it's an excitement that I can't it. contain. So we're just going to have to start. I don't want the glory. I'm not a thunder stealer. Like, we're it's g- just. Gonna-
0: uh, We're going to start quoting Joe Dirt only since you don't know those quotes. It'll be great.
1: (laughs) There's a part with a dog in that movie that makes me not want to watch the
0: movie. (laughs) Is that where you want to be when Jesus comes back? (laughs) What what did
1: I do? Hey, next Wednesday
2: night, we're watching Joe Dirt. No.
1: (laughs) No. We will be together, though, which will be fun.
2: That's why they named you Joe Dirt. Hey, Kid Rock's (laughs)
0: legit good in that movie, putting it out there. (laughs) Brandy don't no want you, Joe Dirt. Hey, listen. I've been
1: here That's a
0: space peanut.
1: <laughs> trying to find myself. Okay.
0: What are you, Scott Hall? Okay.
1: Yeah, I um, love that video.
0: Listen, what I'm saying is that you are going to want to tune in to Yes, Have Some Podcast on social media, specifically Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, at YHS Podcast. We will have all of our coverage of Toy Fair, including... There is an exclusive event that we will be attending Saturday, February 22nd oh, yeah. at Toy Fair. <laughs> the
1: Kool-Aid man here? All three of us. I'm excited about that.
0: What if the Kool-Aid man busts through the wall and said, all three of us? <laughs> uh, uh, no, the Ecto Cooler Man. No, the Dr. Pepper Man. Okay. <laughs> it's a new mascot. I the just Dr.
1: Pepper Can Man.
0: He. Uh, so, well, listen. Little we'll sweet? Be, we will be at uh, Toy Fair. We'll be at the exclusive event. Presented by Hasbro. It's the Hasbro brand entertainment reveals. They will be revealing the new Ghostbusters line of toys. They will be revealing upcoming lines for Star Wars, Power Rangers, G.I. Joe, and others. Obviously, we're extremely focused on Ghostbusters and Star Wars, mostly. Um, A bit of
1: both, I say. I mean, it's... I'm just going to be happy to be there. It's going to be great. Yeah,
0: It's going to be fun. We're, cool. we're we're very much looking forward to it. And uh we're going to be getting our first look like we said at uh whatever whatever Hasbro has up their sleeves uh for uh for Ghostbusters and Ghostbusters Afterlife and now that Hasbro is the master toy license holder whatever toys are coming from Ghostbusters this year as far as action figures, play sets, vehicles and that, they're going to be coming from Hasbro. There's a lot to look forward to. My excitement is at like a 9.8 it's been at like a 9.7. It'll be at a ten point ten and above when we get there. I'm very excited yeah. about
2: this.
1: I've been at ten bucks. like a 10 pretty much since I found out that we were going to New York. It's going to be really, really cool.
0: It's going to be good. I'm yeah. very excited, very grateful for the opportunity and uh, just appreciate it. Thank you yeah. for, uh, for Hasbro and all the people there who are going to be yeah. – it's going to be good. I hope they don't regret asking us to No, come.
1: Toy Fair is part of our DNA, our second episode. <laughs> it just adds
0: that they have Jake in handcuffs. Get him <laughs> out of here. He's t- <laughs> stealing the prototypes.
1: Jake's like, it's it, bugs. I heard all the bugs. <laughs>
2: he won't stop shit-talking the new Godzilla toys. <laughs> <laughs> I'm excited for that. We're going to get some Godzilla spoilers. Yeah, man, there's yeah. going to be a lot of good stuff. I got. I just got an email from
0: uh, another company. It's a, there's a lot going on. I, yeah. I got to get focused here. Okay. Yeah. I got to get focused, but Focus. I'm very excited. Focus. So Focus. stay tuned to, I guess, have some podcast and um, yeah, I'm wearing, my, I'm going to wear my Kenner shirt just to let them know. I, I know the deal. Dude, I know Kenner.
1: I'm so jealous that you know what shirt you're going to wear already. I have to go shopping.
2: You're going to wear a Kenner shirt to toy fair. Like while we're having a talk to other toy company, isn't that a little weird because no. then they're going to be like, Oh, oh we're not Kenner. The, so we're not loud.
0: Kenner. Hey, Kenner went out of business. They better not be Kenner. Uh, No, obviously Hasbro owns the rights to Kenner now. Oh my God. I'm excited. What are we going to see? Is there going to be an old man race dance figure?
1: OMG. I hope so.
0: Probably not. I imagine that the first six figures are going to be the original four guys and
2: Slimer and Stay Puft. But hey, Take it if you got it, right? Yeah. But we're probably going to see all of it, though, right? They're not going to just unveil the furt. Like, they're going to sh- – it's going to have every- – we're going to see everything.
0: I think we're going to get a really good idea of what the plans are um, for these lines. And, uh, oh, boy. I just – Oh, boy. I get very nervous thinking about it.
1: Yeah. I do, too. Yeah. It's, it's an off-site event. It's going to be, like, several hours. All about – I don't know what to anticipate. I'm I'm eager.
0: I do not know what to anticipate, but I
1: like it. It's like when we went out to uh, LA for the trailer event, and it was like we have no idea um, what's going to happen. Yep. So yeah, it's, it's going
0: to so be good. exciting.
2: Um, Jake, are you? Yes. What are you? What, what are you doing over there? You're trimming I'm, something. I like. just found out where the short is. It's in this cord. Okay.
1: It's in the bug.
2: And if I do this, the short's gone. Okay. If I let go. I can only hear the, Hey, uh, can, hey, can we use some of this goddamn Dr. Pepper money and buy some good headphones, please?
1: <laughs> yeah, Jesus I hate, Christ, I hate it. You guys mine. got
2: updated microphones. I got the same microphone I've been using for four fucking years and a pair of shitty Amazon headphones. Yeah, I hate buy my me headphones. fucking headphones. When you Damn
0: say it. Amazon headphones, uh, do you mean like Wonder Woman?
1: But <laughs> oh, that's why they're gold <laughs> and leather.
0: I was always wondering why Gal Gadot was on Jake's headphones, <laughs> or is it Gal Gadot? <laughs> um, okay, <laughs> let's move on, Jake. You'll will you get you you can have anything you want. Okay, thank
1: it's you. It's almost your birthday. <laughs> <laughs> We'll take you to New York for your birthday. No,
0: For podcasters, uh, getting new headphones and a microphone for your birthday is the equivalent of getting socks and underwear. It's that's like a I, fake gift. I was about to say, you can't buy me. Like, yeah. I know you it's can't your your me Christmas podcast present. stuff
2: for my birthday. No, nope, that's what you're getting. That's it. You're getting- <laughs> Jake, you asked for it on our last hey, episode. Hey, on, our, on, on my birthday when we go out to eat, you guys have to pay for it. It can't come out of the yes, have some money. You oh. have to pay for it. You want me to
1: use my tip money?
2: Yep. Okay. <laughs>
1: All right. We'll do it. Wherever you want. Where are we going to eat for your birthday? <laughs> Let's make plans. Place. Let's
0: make plans on the air. What do you want? Let's make some plans right now. I don't know. What do you want? I'm yeah. going yeah. to pick the most like a vegan. The sweet place tomatoes? The most vegan place. It's I just a funky, Craig, It's a carrot farm. Craig, yeah, I want Craig to be annoyed.
1: Yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, then the night before we're eating at the most non-vegan place possible. Sizzler. <laughs> yeah, Sizzler. Cool. Huh. No, we're going to the Sabaro in Times Square. Oh. All right. Okay. We're Which gonna one? Have
1: a- Dude, they've got a good buffet. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh,
0: yeah. Okay, we're off the rails here. Jake, mm-hmm. you can have anything you want for your birthday. Mm-hmm. Thanks, Dad. And, yeah, pick uh, out anything. Pick out any headphones <laughs> no. you want. Any Gal Gadot headphones possible. I'm going to get Jake
1: something um, Wonder Woman. I almost said American Woman. Wonder Woman for American his birthday. <laughs> 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 you know. That really good.
0: We're gonna get him Blendy a lasso. Of, we're gonna get him a lasso of truth.
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: put him in it. Cool. He's gonna tell us what he really feels. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Finally, Jake will feel his his real. By the way, everybody knows. Ja- okay. I want to talk about this real quick. Rick Moranis. They announced today he's coming back for uh, Honey I Shrunk the Kids. Yeah. Everyone's freaking out about it. We'll talk about that. I put up a tweet. I said I can't believe Rick Moranis is returning to Honey I Shrunk the Kids. It's the fourth movie in the franchise and only the fourth one he's been in. <laughs> and I, I think it was Matt Provincel. Someone was like, did Jake write this? Cause it was just like, so <laughs> snarky yeah. and so like, I felt, I felt really good about that. Yeah. Oh, thank you. Um, so let's talk about that. Ghost was writing my tweets for me. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Uh, I'm going to ghost. I've got a live tweet, Jake watching, um, Batman vs. Superman. Dude,
1: you could write for Jake. I could write
0: for Jake. The first tweet. I
1: think we could all write for each other. Here,
0: here's Jake live tweeting any DC movie. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> not good. That's it. I'm not having Damn. fun. No, but hey, you guys might be surprised because we are going to be reviewing a DC movie a little bit later, and you never know what we thought. Never
1: know. Okay,
0: uh, let's talk about Rick Moranis here. Um, it was announced and confirmed today that Rick Moranis is returning... Two, Honey, I Shrunk the Kids, Afterlife, or whatever it's called. What's it called? I read what it's called. Shrunk. That's what it's called.
1: Oh, okay.
0: This is a new movie. This is a legacy sequel. Uh, the Force Awakens of Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. Uh, it was originally going to be for Disney+. Plus. They were really happy with the script. Joe Johnston is directing it. He directed the original movie. He also directed Jurassic Park 3. Shout out to friend of the podcast, Trevor Morgan. Maybe he'll be mm-hmm. in the movie too. Ooh. Probably not. Uh, I mean, maybe, I don't know. That'd be cool. I don't know if you saw the script. How do we feel, when you read the news today, Jake, that Rick Moranis was coming back for Honey, I Shrunk the Kids, and for all we know, <clears throat> it has been said publicly that he will not be returning for Ghostbusters. Obviously, we won't know if that's true or not until we see Ghostbusters, but uh, there were some pretty strong reactions from the Ghostbusters community today. People seem kind of... Kind of teed off at Rick Moranis. Te- they've moved their anger from Paul Feig to Rick Moranis. He's now the enemy of the uh, Ghostbusters fandom, at least for today. Uh, what, what did you
2: think? Uh, I mean, I'm I'm excited about it. Like, I see a lot of people that are bummed that it that he's you know not announced for Ghostbusters, but he's announced for this. But that doesn't bother me. It doesn't bother me that he's not in Ghostbusters because I don't think he should be in it. Just. For the sake of being there, like if it if 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 the role didn't work out or if it didn't make sense, like for all we know, like, is it is it like did it come out somewhere that they wanted him for Ghostbusters and he turned it down or are we just getting no, he's not in it because yeah. That doesn't mean like just because he's not in it doesn't mean he turned it down. He may have never been offered it. Right there, there might not have been a part. It, it might not have made sense to Logically, have yeah. Louis Tully back in. So it doesn't bother me that he's not in Ghostbusters. Uh, but I like that he's coming back for Honey, I Shrek the Kids is great. He's great. He's great in everything. So just mm-hmm. the fact that something, you know, he he's been like there's interviews where he's like, hey, it's not that I you know, he quit acting for a long time and, and he came out at one point and said, I would come back if it was something that he thought was worth coming back for. Right. Like he's, he's picky and he's got a family and he's like, uh, I'm not going to just come back for any crap. Right. Yeah. So it must be good. Right.
0: Yeah. yeah. I mean, I think, you know, he was offered a cameo role in answer the call and he turned it down and he basically publicly was like, why would I want to revisit something from 30 years ago for you know a couple hours of shooting it just it didn't motivate him creatively yeah and i respect that i 100 percent respect that as far as afterlife it's i'm sure they wanted rick moranis to do something in the movie if they offered it to him and he turned it down that's his prerogative if they offered it to him and he's in the movie and it's, they just don't want to reveal it quiet, that's like, what i think if they want it to be they're a surprise things. If they want to, uh whatever. Maybe it's a post credit. I think this scene.
1: hints at the fact that yeah, he probably. If I don't know, that's I mean, probably I, wishful I, no, no, thinking.
0: No, 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 here's here's my thing. I love Rick Moranis. He's one of the funniest people of all time. He's incredible in Ghostbusters. He's incredible in Ghostbusters too. But I do not think he is a must have for continu- like. I think Bill Murray, Dan Aykroyd, and Ernie Hudson are must-haves for this legacy sequel. I don't, I think you can do it without Rick Moranis and you would be okay, even though I'd like to see him in there. Mm -hmm. But, I also think the fact that they just shot Ghostbusters. They're going to do this, Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. And he's coming back for that. This news today made me think he's in Ghostbusters more than I thought before. Yeah, that's this. what
1: I am echoing and feeling as I'm reading this. It's that, okay, so this is confirmation that he will do movies. Um, It's not necessarily negating him being in Ghostbusters. That could be just under wraps.
0: Right. But also, it could have been the kind of thing where he's like, I don't want to do a cameo. I want to be... Part of the movie, part of the creative experience. I want to be in, and maybe they just didn't have that kind of role. And and Jake, you've been pretty vocal about if it doesn't make sense for the movie forcing him in just to be there, that might backfire. Maybe that's that can hurt. Yeah, Yeah. that might not be the smartest thing to do. Yeah. Um. So I don't know. But getting back to the original, uh, discussion, I'm I'm excited. I mean, listen. If they're going to bring back all these properties, if they're going to do a new Honey, I Shrunk the Kids movie, it's not like I've been waiting for that my entire life. I love the first one. The other ones are whatever. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: If you're going to do it and you can get Rick Moranis in it, that's great. That can't hurt the movie, even if it's not a huge role or anything. I mean, Josh Gad is (laughs) going to be, I feel bad for the original kid who played uh, Nick Zielinski. I wonder how he's feeling today.
1: Oh, yeah.
0: You're going to look it up It's like, oh, play. who, who played him? <laughs> jo- Josh Gad. It was oh, Josh Gad oh, the whole time. Oh, okay. um, <laughs> no, no, no. But what I'm saying is like, I think it's a good thing. I, I mean, the guy went through a lot. He lost his wife to cancer. He dedicated his life to his family, has not done a lot of acting over the past you know, mm-hmm. 10, 15 years or whatever. So the fact that he's doing it, like, how could you be upset at that? I think it's a, a very cool thing.
1: Yeah, absolutely. It's admirable. Makes you feel good. All that kind of stuff
0: yeah anything else on this yeah anything else Mm,
1: no just I mean I know I have wishful thinking I know that when Jennifer Lopez was playing the um halftime show at the Super Bowl I was like well maybe Cardi B and Lizzo will come out because they were in a movie together like because I I will put things together so you create a thing I create like hypothetical scenarios that would just make me personally happy it's like we're watching
0: Mario Brothers you're like well maybe because it's Mario Brothers like it'll actually feel like the Mario Brothers video game and then it's not
1: wishful thinking there's there's nothing (laughs) like
0: that exactly um, okay, cool. So, uh, anything else on the Ghostbusters Afterlife front before we move on to our movie review? There has not been a whole so. lot of news. It's pretty quiet. Uh, Abby yeah. put up her finger. Oh, she said, "We were going to talk
1: about the Oscars."
0: Oh, we were going to talk about the Oscars. Yeah. Next year's Oscars, it's going to be all Ghostbusters. I think best picture, yeah, best actor, gonna sweep
2: them. It's going to be. What are the chances? What are the chances we're at the Oscars next year?
1: Fuck, at this point, highly likely.
2: Not good. I love you guys. At this
0: point. (laughs)
1: At this point, we're going to New York. We're already
0: going to Toy Fair. (laughs) We're
1: practically actors. I think we are.
0: That's fine. We did Canada Dry commercials. Might be
1: nominated.
0: (laughs) For for the Oscars. For
1: for our commercials. Do they have commercial Oscars? Yes. Yeah. What about digital media
0: (laughs) (laughs) ads? Oh, boy. (laughs) Oh, boy. Um, it's pretty quiet on the afterlife front. I think starting at Toy Fair, we're going to be rolling out a lot of uh, news and updates. Yeah. And we'll be marching our way to towards- I remember
1: Toy Fair 2016 when they dropped the um, what the girls looked like in their new uniforms and all that stuff happened. We were all hanging out. So I'm sure it's going to be a similar wave of new content for us to digest and the cross rip to talk about. So I'm excited. Very well said. Yeah, thank you.
0: Thank you you for coming Um, back. Hey, thank you real quick uh, for the feedback we got on our interview with Zombie Sailor last week. He is going... Oh, he probably did it. It's on Instagram now. Oh,
1: shit. Yeah, it happened at 8. So that's that was... I said we needed to schedule our podcasting around his release tonight. We'll we'll look at it afterwards.
0: We'll watch it later. Um, Zombie Sailor uh, at Zombie Sailor's Toys is going to be doing all the Congo, the Case Case Fresh Congo figures. We had him on the show last week. And uh, it was good. People seemed to enjoy that. He's a very nice guy. He's a funny guy. Yeah. like that guy. like that zombie sailor. I like him. And uh, as we talked about last week, he works a lot with the Major Wrestling Figure Podcast with Zack Ryder and Kurt Hawkins. Uh, thank you to them for giving us a shout out for the interview. It's called Podcast Synergy. It, yes, it's how people. the world works, man. We're scratching backs. They're scratching ours. Next thing you know, we're at the damn Oscars. Yeah. <laughs> and we're all mad that it has nothing to do with Oscar from Ghostbusters.
1: I'm going to dress in a fuzzy Winnie the Pooh uh, dress with a sweetheart top and that little embroidery on it. So For the Oscars? Yeah, an homage to Oscar, the only Oscar.
0: And the nominations for Best Supporting Actor are Finn Wolfhard, Paul Rudd, Bill yeah. Murray, <laughs> Ernie Hudson, <Yeah. Yancey, laughs> Dan mm-hmm. Aykroyd. Rick Moranis. Rick Moranis, <laughs> William Atherton, Kurt Fuller, Eric Wright. <laughs> I have it right, Troy Benjamin.
1: Abigail Gardner, Jacob Walsh, <laughs> Craig Goldberg.
0: It's going to be good. It's going to be a takeover. Hey,
1: who knows? Who knows who's in this movie?
0: Uh, let's talk about the Oscars real quick and then we'll talk about Birds of Prey. Uh, Jake, you don't normally watch award shows, but I forced you to watch the entire damn thing.
2: Yeah, but you know what? Like, here's what I'll have to say about it. I think, <clears throat> I've said it before, I think award shows are pretty, you know, just full of themselves. It's pretty, you know, it's it's none of it matters. It's all bullshit. It's, political crap, but it's still fun to watch them sometimes. And, uh, it's fun to get mad at a lot of stuff, but I'll tell you what made me, I'll tell you what kept me watching it. Tell us the fact that the fact that the Irishman was up for like 11 awards and got zero. (laughs) You were so happy. Anytime, anytime an award was announced and it wasn't the Irishman, I was like, all right, I take back so a little bit of what spite I said.
1: made your viewing. It
2: was a lot spite better. view. Yeah.
0: Spite viewing, Yeah. Spite exactly. Oscars.
2: Um, yeah, I thought the show was
0: pretty good. I, I, I wish they, I like when they have a host, uh, Chris Rock and Steve Martin did some comedy at the beginning. I thought they were great. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I think you need that. You need some levity throughout the show. Yeah. Um, because w- you've
1: got people coming up and make, making somber
0: speeches. Cause it's yeah, their moment yeah.
1: to talk about serious issues or and, whatever. At one
0: point I thought I was DVRing like the 2000, Three Oscars because Eminem was playing. Not only was Eminem performing, he was doing the song from Eight Mile. Holy shit. Britney Murphy was rough. there. It was that really was good. You,
1: you only watched. get one shot.
2: It was weird. It was very strange. It was weird, yeah. It wasn't that he was bad or anything. It was just weird that it was happening. Yeah. And it's just weird watching like this giant room of weird, rich white people. Awkwardly moving their bodies to Eminem. I just, I didn't like
0: it. I don't need that. Although, let's all admit, when that song came out, you were into it. I know I was. I'm not saying
2: that I, I'm not saying that there was never a point in my life where I was deeply into Eminem. (laughs) I'm just saying. In 2020, it's weird watching Eminem stand? perform a song from 2003 Listen, on the Oscars. I'm
0: not saying that I didn't have an Eminemmembers.aol.com fan page.
2: I'm not of- saying that I don't know every word to the song Kill You from the Slim Shady LP. I'm just saying it's weird.
1: I'm not saying I didn't also get into all of Dino's
0: music because of that one song. I'm not <laughs> saying that just because <laughs> every time Eminem dissed <laughs> a Carson Daly or a Christina Aguilera, <laughs> I completely took Eminem's side. I was like, fuck that, fuck TRL, fuck the establishment. I'm yes. not saying that.
1: I don't know which Spice Girl I want to impregnate.
0: Yeah, but Never. all of them, and none of yeah. them. Yeah, we are very. He politic. tells it
1: like it is. I'm voting Shady.
0: I'm still waiting for the real Slim Shady to stand up. Been waiting for 20 damn years. Do you years. Don't want
1: him to run for office and like that be his campaign?
0: Ah, uh, I had fun. Everything that just happened was fun. Um, listen. Congratulations to Brad Pitt. Won his first acting Oscar. That was cool. Uh, cool. Congratulations to Parasite for kicking ass. I still haven't seen it, but I know it's great.
1: Yeah. My brother texted me that like morning of the Oscars, and he was like, just saw Parasite. It was great. And Jake, you've told us to watch it. Yeah. So definitely need to
2: see it. Yeah, yeah. That's great.
0: Um, so we're going to watch Parasite. And uh, yeah, good stuff all around. Uh, just I don't have much more to say other than watching Jake smile for the first time. In his life. Every time the Irishman what <laughs> didn't win something was yeah. fantastic.
1: Confirmation. It was great. It yeah. was great.
0: Um, and then, uh, yeah. Cool. All yeah. right. It was enjoyable. Uh, before we move on to Birds of Prey, Abby. Yo. Why don't you tell the people about Facebook Yes Have Some Group it's Therapy? It's so
1: easy. All you have to do is log into Facebook and search for Yes Have Some Podcast Group Therapy. And you'll find our closed group. And there is... Over well over 700 members at this point, and you can become one of them. All you have to do is ask to join, and then myself, Craig, or Jake will accept you. And from there, you can just start posting anything um, that's good and that's uh, quality content relating to what we talk about on the show, what you're shopping for on eBay, or the next uh, theme park you're trying to go to, or the movie you're obsessed with and book you're reading. We will be there for you. So post pictures and no memes. Thank you.
0: And how do you get there again?
1: Oh, all you have to do is go to Facebook and search for "Yes, have some podcast group therapy and then ask to join and then one of us will accept you. Should I do the whole thing over? He's
0: just like such a robot about it. Yeah. And how do you get there again? <laughs> well, I don't have it written
1: down. It's like basically like, hey, how are you guys doing tonight? What can I get you started off with drinking drink? <laughs> okay, sweet tea, one unsweet tea. It's like that kind of a thing.
0: Gotcha, gotcha. Ooh, I don't like sweet tea. Oh. But I
1: did notice I don't how- like people that get half and half tea. I find that very annoying. We
0: uh, went out to dinner with Hal Clay on a uh, Saturday night and he got an unsweet tea. With lemon. Wow. So he was living it up. Um, okay, cool. <laughs> uh Jake, anything else before Wait, we move I like on that a- we
1: went out with Hal to our favorite chain restaurant, and I like that we have a favorite chain restaurant
0: too. Of course. Okay. And if you can guess what our favorite chain restaurant is, and I don't think you're gonna be able if to if you
1: can, you've been watching my stories.
0: Oh. Oh. So the information's out there. Yeah. Uh Jake, anything else before we move on to Birds of Prey? No, let's do it. Yeah, okay. we may as well talk let's about get it. it with. Let's get to it. Hey, also Um, I, uh, Jake and I went shopping on Sunday and, uh, (laughs) I, I pulled the, we're, we're pretty bad about pressuring each other into buying stuff sometimes, but I literally pulled a no nonsense move. I was like, no, you're buying this thing. Like these prints. (laughs) I was like, you have to.
2: Yeah. It was great. Yeah. I think Jake,
0: Jake,
1: didn't you make us buy a picture of a cat that looks like our cat? (laughs)
2: I I didn't make, I didn't pull anybody's leg. Craig was, I, 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 you know, urged him in the, in the area. He was already going to buy it though. I think.
1: Yeah. I'm glad that he did. It makes me happy.
2: There was some artist proof uh, prints from some uh, movie posters at a store and it was a, it was a artist proofs of the original artwork from the the Broadway production of little shop of horrors and the original Broadway production of Jesus Christ superstar. Um, they are both signed by the artist and and they also came with, um, there's like a letter attached to the back of them where it's like, it's addressed directly to a couple. And he's like, Hey, I made these prints for you guys. Uh, because I feel bad because I couldn't get you an original piece of artwork. I hope you enjoy these. He, he explains what they are. It's from the actual artist. And I I bought I bought them and then we were sitting in the car and I'm like, wait. So he personally made these prints for these people. And they just they gave them away or sold them or something because they yeah. wound up in this shop. <laughs> they're fucking mine now. They're Jake's now. And yeah, here's what happened. Jake was just going to get the little shop print. Yeah, but, they were kind of they were uh, they were kind of expensive. Right. I mean, not like super expensive, but it was like not like it was, it headphones. To, to get two of them was a little more than I was like feeling like I wanted to pay. But what I told Jake, a lot of people might not
0: know this. Maybe you'll be surprised by this. Jake, one of his favorite <laughs> musicals of all time, maybe his favorite, is yeah. Jesus Christ of Nazareth. The superstar, I think that's what it's called officially. Yeah, and uh, that and Jake was just gonna get the little shop one. And I pulled Jake aside and I said, Listen,
2: man, you're not thinking straight, you are going to you get didn't home? Pull me aside. You did this loudly in front of people, and it I was like, You oh. shamed him, I shamed yeah, him. Shamed I was like, him. You have to buy because I've been
0: around Jake and Abby and all these people for so long, and I knew we're far away from the house 45
2: minutes by
0: car.
1: Yeah,
2: obviously. 45 you knew, you knew foot. that if I didn't buy it, I would be calling you the day I got back in Valdosta Austin and said, "Hey, man, do you think you can ride back out there and yeah. pick that up for me?" It was a forty-five minute drive through
0: treacherous Atlanta
2: traffic. <laughs> yeah. What
0: was like? It's a forty-five minute walk, three and a half miles.
1: Yeah, <laughs> both ways. No, I knew naked
0: I'm, in the snow, carrying
1: each other on your back.
0: Uh, <laughs> just like Dumb and Dumber, <laughs> like on the fucking moped. <laughs> just go, man. Listen. I knew Jake was going to want that, and I know he's happy he got it. He didn't
1: want to hear about it, so
0: you I didn't want to hear it. about it later. Yeah, it's yeah, it's
2: hanging on my wall now, and I there love you go. it. Good, there
0: you go. good. Um, wait, there's a Jesus Christ
2: Superstar movie too, right? There's um, there's two, there's there's a there's like an old movie from the seventies, and then there's a uh, filmed stage version from like two thousand and three, and then there's a filmed version from like last year, or the year before. So yeah, there's a couple. There's Got a couple you. ways you can watch it.
0: Okay, cool. All right, Very cool. let's uh, let's do this. Let's talk about Birds of Prey. Uh, after the triumphant convention of Days of the Dead, yes, we all decided we're going to go see Birds of Prey. Now, Jake, I believe on the podcast publicly, Jake said this a lot. You said, "I cannot envision a scenario where I go to the theater and see this movie." <laughs> 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 and then he came to our house. Well, we're going to see *Birds of Prey*. Yeah. Um, before we go on to that, Abby, yo, uh, what was your anticipation level for this movie specifically? uh Jake had no interest in seeing it what, and what- I was
1: the one that kind of conjoled him and, and you also to go see it on um Saturday night because I was kind of eager to I like to think the best of things and I guess there was part of me that wanted to give Harley Quinn a chance and I, I heard that this it was at like 90 percent on Rotten Tomatoes especially in the beginning there so I was excited about it um one of the um like Musicians, artists I like named Doja Cat. She was um, she did a song for the movie and I thought she was going to be in it, too, based off of like a promotional image that I saw. She wasn't
0: I knew she would. you kept I told me. my
1: cousin she was in it. I need to correct myself. She's not. She's definitely not in it. But I was like, oh, cool. Maybe she'll just like her association with it. I was like, OK, I like what she's about. Maybe this movie will be in somehow like pro and woke in a way that's like really new and exciting and like kind of be better than people expect it to be and maybe blow me out of the water or change my mind. You know what? Maybe like Deadpool is kind of what I was thinking is that this Miss movie could be like, could get me. I, that's what I was hoping is that it would going into it. And I told Jake, I was like, Hey, let's go see this over the weekend. And then we went and saw it Saturday night and we went late too. After a very long day, we went to a late night showing, got Um, popcorn and everything.
0: Now, what, and just for, uh, Frame of reference, maybe we have new listeners who haven't kept up with our whole back catalog. What is your opinion of Suicide Squad, which was the first movie uh, to feature Margot Robbie as Harley Quinn?
1: Uh, I did not like that movie at all. It is a painful watch and it has way too many intros to characters. It's convoluted. It feels like different movies put together. Um, I couldn't stand the Joker, Harley Quinn. I found to be mildly irritating, but probably the best part of the movie. So
0: <laughs> when the best part of the movie is mildly irritating, that's never a great time. Yeah, that's um, kind of
1: where I stood, but I thought, well, maybe Margot Robbie is, and she's kind of behind this and this was her vehicle that she wanted for a while. I thought maybe that there would be some something interesting cool. in the movie.
0: Thank you for setting all that up. Uh-huh. All right, Jake. So I already stated you, you had said you had no interest in this movie. Give us a little bit of uh, yeah. give us the why behind that statement.
2: Well, because um, the why is because DC has a very, very bad track record. I personally have disliked every DC movie I've seen since The Dark Knight. Um, Suicide Squad being among the worst offenders of just everything. Like, it's it's bad. Yeah. Suicide Squad is absolute trash. And there's no... Like, with that kind of track record, there's no possible... Like, what could there be about a sequel to that that would get me excited in any kind of way? There's, there's nothing. So... Uh, So yeah, I went in completely just being like, all right, I guess I'm watching this fucking movie.
0: Okay. And then uh, for for context, I also did not like Suicide Squad. I have not been a fan of the majority of what DC has been doing since uh, relaunching – listen – They first, it was called the DC extended universe. And then they're like, no, it's not that it's not a connected universe, but they're all still connected, even though they're supposed to be standalone. It's, it's very confusing, very convoluted. It's, it's weird. It's weird stuff. Um, I thought, you know, man of steel is pretty good. Batman vs Superman is not good. Justice league is really not good. Shazam felt like bottom, bottom row. Marvel. Maybe.
1: Shazam was at least joyful which I think felt different from the other DC
0: Wonder offerings. Woman overrated just I, I'm in agreement and then Suicide Squad it just was so remember the hype for Suicide Squad the trailers were great it Dude, was like yeah. this is gonna be the next Guardians of the Galaxy and it was just like oh what happened that was re- that was worse than bad
1: shiny and sugar coated without any heart and that's one of the things if we're gonna jump into it
0: no, no not we're not. Yet. I'm not, not yeah not you just ruined it okay you just ruined the whole day di- I didn't
1: ruin you
0: ruined it. I
1: didn't. I did not ruin anything. If I'd gone into it, maybe, but I didn't.
0: Okay. Yeah, fuck it. Let's just start talking about it. Uh, Abigail. Yes. One to ten. Two thumbs up. What did you give birds of prey? How many thumbs? I give
1: this three thumbs. Three, of, three fucks.
0: Out of ten? Yeah. Okay. You did not like it. No,
1: I didn't like it. You <laughs> didn't
0: like it? Okay. Okay. Yeah. okay. okay. Um, I'll go next. Um, I also did not really like this movie. Uh, I thought I was going to. I really thought this was going to be the one where I walked in and said, you know what? This is a a new beginning for DC. Like Abby said earlier, Margot Robbie pushed for this movie. She worked on it for four years. They've got an exciting director, an exciting writer, an exciting cast. This is going to be big, bright, bold, fun. This is going to be like John Wick, but with like, badass characters doing mm-hmm. badass things and i walked out and i felt like i had just watched ho hum middle of the road some nice looking action sequences very bright very colorful it's not that it's poorly acted it's just a poorly assembled movie you could feel the tone changes throughout you could feel like oh th- uh, did- whoever wrote the last scene did not write this scene uh I thought you and McGregor shined a couple times, but ultimately was just kind of wasted. And that's kind of the, the through line with a lot of these DC movies. It's like everything's there for the taking and they just can't
1: squander it.
0: They can't even figure out how to give the movie a title that people can fucking find when you search Harley Quinn on Fandango. It says no results. So they had to change the name of the goddamn movie after the second week. Because maybe Birds of Prey, the Fantabulous Emancipation of Harley Quinn, of one isn't Harley in a Quinn fucking title, good title of a movie. All right.
1: It's now called Harley Quinn and her redacted Birds of Prey. <laughs> um, That's not true. Jake, did you give your rating yet?
0: Oh, I didn't give my no. rating. Oh. Uh, two 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 birds of prey.
2: Fuck. <laughs> two,
1: two, two eggs filled with humans, baby.
2: Listen. Hey, listen. Yes. You want are- to. You want to talk about a DC movie that has heart. Okay. You want to talk about a DC movie that has good writing, that has, you know, good characters, good acting. You want to talk about a DC movie that makes me feel something. I feel like we need some, like, hold on, like, let me, hold on. This is not that movie. <laughs> what are um, you guys doing I, don't I thought you were about to start I was doing the fujis you guys ruined my thing i was um i was doing a uh, free willy that movie at all no it's this not. movie sucks i i i disagree with something you said craig you said it's not that you said uh that it's not that it's uh badly acted it is badly acted the, okay the, whoever, I agree. whoever that actress is that plays black canary yeah let's get some names Did she just get out of high school theater? Like, it's the worst job of acting I've ever seen. She's Journey
1: Smollett Bill. Everybody is
2: all over... This is the... This may be the worst DC film. Whoa. Maybe the worst. It's fucking bad. And I've (laughs) seen people who are, like, praising the choreography. Except when... Except it shouldn't look like choreography. It should look like people were fighting. And it doesn't. It looks like this entire movie plays out like a really bad... Uh, like theme park show. You know what I mean? It feels like you're it feels like you're on a back lot of a, sh- of a of a fucking theme park and they're doing like here's how we fake punch each other. Whoa. Here's our like scripted bad jokes. Like that's what it seems like the entire film. This movie fucking sucks.
0: Yeah, but tell us like how you actually feel. Like I feel get like him on
2: the f- Hey, <laughs> get DC on the phone. Yeah, dude. Get <laughs> right, on the phone. F-
0: here, do the do the phone ringing.
2: Ring, ring.
0: Hello, DC Comics. Hey, hey. Let who me, who hey, do
2: I have the pleasure me, of speaking with you, tonight? Uh, you don't. You, you listen to me. I just have I just have one question. Yeah, yes, sir. How dare you? Why don't you who just you tell thinking? me the movie you're trying to? What see? did you do to her?
1: <laughs> Give me the phone, honey. What did you do to Harley? The-
0: you are by the way my favorite takes on this so there's all these opinions on this movie. movie uh there's all these opinions on the movie good it's great it's terrible but my favorite opinions are the people who are like they don't get harley they don't <laughs> get what she she wouldn't dress like that
1: no she wouldn't wear
0: that fun outfit it's she's a that- sexy beast
1: it's not about any of that. Um, She's supposed to be so sexy. I wanted to have sex with her. Now I'm just scared. I mean, Jake, you mentioned this. Her actual origin story from the material itself and from the animated series is that she was just the Joker's sidekick and she was like unrealistic and fantastical and very out there with like what she does as, as a character. Um, like almost like comic relief and it kind of dumbed the show yeah. down a little bit. So you- it doesn't what,
2: cross over very well. Yeah. It's like, it, it. it's weird like- Yeah, I feel like the Joker's kind of you can make that argument for the Joker, but the Joker works. And I and I and I feel like the Joker works because you have like such a dark Batman and you have, you know, so many other things that ground it. But like the Harley Quinn has never to me anyway, has never really like fit very well into the just the world like you don't need you don't. The Joker does not (laughs) need a sidekick. Like it doesn't she just doesn't. I don't know, man. It, that, that character, it doesn't do anything
1: yeah. for me. and I don't think they – a
2: story or – I don't know. It's.
1: They didn't add to her story or make it – enrich it in any way with this, especially with her backstory. And that's one of the things that if they were trying to make – which I think it was painfully obvious that they this movie, Birds of Prey, was intended to follow the Deadpool format. um, Because yeah. it's like out of chronological order, the R rating, the bad guy with the heart archetype, um, all of those things make it really similar, except for when it comes down to, uh, like, Wade Wilson's, the trauma that he goes through. If that's his name right, I think. Uh, Deadpool's, like, he goes through all that intense shit, which makes his his skin and his face and all of that, like, it's it's painful and it's visceral and it's right there in your face. Um, and it anchors you to the character and makes you understand him and makes him get away with some of his snarkiness and it makes the movie have heart. But Harley Quinn, never at any point in this movie do you see the how the trauma affects her or it that it's real in any way. Um, is so bubblegum and sugar coated surfacey that you never see her vulnerability. And I feel like they could have done that with this movie, especially with her backstory being what it was. Um the but- delivery they gave us with that cartoon version in the beginning like it looked nice as a package but i never connected to harley quinzel's actual story and i felt like it was a hugely missed opportunity especially for trying to make a female driven female-led cast like if 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 we're trying to get behind all the ass kicking then we need to care about them and we never cared about i never cared about her and i thought they could have done something not to say like you need to chop her arm off to make me get behind her but like do something
0: here's the thing the challenge is always like, how do you adapt a comic book or animated character and put them into a movie and make you buy into it? Um, it's not easy, but it can be done. I think the, the character of Harley Quinn, even though maybe Joker doesn't need a sidekick, kick, maybe she's annoying or whatever. I think it can work on screen. In fact, if I think if you had Kevin Feige and Marvel and a team of writers that know what they're doing, they would do something interesting that would make you care. They made you care about Ant-Man Mm-hmm. Who fucking cares about Ant-Man until you see Paul Rudd as Ant-Man? Oh, God, I'm getting a shit on for that one. But that's, that's why I feel he's a very tiny man. Who cares? Yeah. Now I, now I care.
1: And you need to have real, actual bonding moments. It's like they tried to, at like when Harley Quinn adopts or whatever, takes in that girl, um, the jewel thief, and they like, there's no real bonding between no. them.
0: Here's the thing. Okay, so the only scene in this movie where I felt even a shimmer of what you're talking about is the scene where they go grocery shopping where I get what they were trying to do, but it just kind of fails. Listen, we're going to hit some spoiler territory, obviously, but we won't give away every last detail of the movie. Well, we probably will. Um, But anyways, what the... So first of all, Suicide Squad happens four years ago. So it's been four years. They want a continuation of that plot and those characters without the Joker in it because they don't have a joker right now. Yeah. They also don't have a batman. So it's a DC movie that takes place in Gotham. There's no joker and no batman. You're already at kind of a a disadvantage because unfortunately you can do movies in the world of Marvel without Iron Man, without Captain America because they're the biggest heroes in that that world, but it's a world. Gotham also- City is a city that is run by yeah.
2: Batman and the Joker. Yeah. That is the core to what makes Gotham city.
1: Yeah. It doesn't, they feel also, like that. they
2: also in those Marvel films, whenever something's happening and you're like, Oh, well, where's Iron Man? <laughs> they, they usually explain to you why. Right. Those characters aren't around. Mm-hmm. Um, in this movie, it's a movie where the entire time there are lots of people getting killed. There are, there are very big explosions. Yeah. There's lots of shit happening and the entire time you're just like, "Well, where's why isn't Batman here? Yeah. Like, where's Batman?"
1: There's a lot of confusion and questions. It doesn't feel like Gotham. It it's a very weird. It felt it feels like that show the um that was on the WB, I guess
0: the Gotham, Gotham. Team. yeah
1: Gotham exactly like there's like a nightclub in that and it
0: feels like Gotham and it feels like a CW show it doesn't ele- it doesn't elevate itself to the cinematic status it should it tries with fancy choreography and explosions but that doesn't there's
1: no god like the character there's no god like, Black canary <laughs> like that the, that shit's not
0: Her- real quick I want to say mm. another thing It's a movie where they don't have the Joker, but they reference him every five seconds. It gets uncomfortable. It's awful. Yeah, like it just it it they could have they didn't have to. Like your whole plot is, oh, she's not protected by Mister J anymore. Now we're gonna go after her, and it's just like, oh, this is not this is not working for for a million reasons. This is not working. Mm -hmm. Um, the main plot of the movie is also. Weird because they don't they don't do a linear story. They do the flashbacks and well now we're gonna go here and oh I gotta fill you in. It's just and it gets to be very tiresome and very uh kind of like nerve wracking almost. Like it's just like
1: yeah it's not tedious or it is tedious. It's not clever. It doesn't feel like. It's organic and unravels the story in a way that like makes any sense. Right,
0: um, but uh,
1: it's just done to mimic
0: that. So the the whole the MacGuffin of the movie is this diamond, and I watched the movie and I can't even tell you why it's important. It's worth a lot of money. Is that it? Just an expensive diamond? Yeah, I think so. Is I think it? it's yeah. the
1: diamond that joins the two worlds that were created by the meteor <laughs> that hit Brooklyn.
2: <laughs> it's essentially the
0: same thing. Yeah,
2: um, it's got some sort of like code in it that whenever somebody figures out the code, gives you the secret hiding place of a bunch of other money or something. Not the names remember.
1: of all the women who weren't nominated something. for an Oscar. <laughs> 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 okay.
0: Sorry. Something okay. Yeah, something in it. So they're looking for this diamond, and this little girl takes it. Uh, so basically, She's we should, a thief. We should talk about Ewan McGregor, Black Mask. What's his real name? Um, let me look uh, it up here. We're bad <laughs> Batman fans here. Who
2: cares? Yeah.
0: Well, let's talk about you McGregor in general. He he's the bad Roman guy. Roman
1: Sionis? Sionis. Yeah, Roman
0: Sionis. He uh, he mask. he uh, he's okay in this movie. And there's a couple times where he's great. Um, he's an asshole. He's the t- when he's playing it flamboyant and,
1: and unhinged. He's, he's great.
0: He's pretty great. But that's literally like one scene. And where there's yeah. one scene where Jake and I and Abigail we all, all laughed. we laughed hard out loud. And I was like, great. It took about 40 yes. minutes, but this movie has found its footing. <laughs> and that didn't really happen.
1: And then, yeah, he wasn't like that again in the movie. Are, are,
0: We're done. Are we done? We're just done. That's um, it. No. I was like,
1: I have a list of ways that it's like Answer the Call. So do, I can go go it, do it. I want
2: right, to hear it. This
1: is the Answer the Call comparison. Both films have, A, a female-led ensemble cast, B, a late-in-the-game title change, C, a checkered production with a lot of studio interference and too many cooks in the kitchen, resulting in a disjointed, messy feeling storytelling. Four, or I guess D, I kind of mixed it
2: up. (laughs) She switched it up halfway through. You were like, I must like the title change. (laughs) Let me also change something. (laughs)
1: I have the right to change. All right. None of the characters act like real people. None of their neurotic gestures and charming are charming. Most of their jokes fail. And lastly, uh moments of actual potential, like you and McGregor's performance, slash like the ley storyline, those were squandered completely. Is that what we're referring to that now? The ley lines. The ley lines.
0: <laughs> potential.
1: And then okay, there's only two more. It left me completely underwhelmed, disappointed, and moderately agitated. And finally wardrobe choices are not good substitutes for jokes. Like Aaron Gilbert is a bad dresser is not funny. And then in this movie, um, the, did I shave my balls for this shirt without any context or backstory or explanation? It's just like not funny at all. Rosie Perez is wearing that shirt at one point. So I kept getting those weird vibes throughout the movie. where I was like, this does, this reminds me of like a poorly jumbled together thing similar to answer the call. Well, there you have it. There you have that.
2: I like that breakdown. Cool. Jake, what'd you think of you <laughs> McGregor? Um, I didn't think he was, I didn't think he was very good except for that one scene, which was very weird because it seemed like it seemed like maybe that scene was filmed as either a pickup or it was filmed way ahead of everything else. And maybe, uh, there was some direction with how he should be playing the character or something, because it literally like he's playing the character one way that scene happens. It's a completely different thing. And then that scene ends and then he's back to the way he was playing it before that. scene. Yeah. It's a it's its own little bubble scene, which is weird. Um, and he's great in that scene. It's and it's the scene where he's showing uh, Black Canary around his house and mm-hmm. showing her all the masks and the 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 shrunken head, which is the one part that I thought was funny. Yeah. Um, but besides that, he's kind of annoying. His accent is very weird. He has like a weird enunciation thing happening. And it sounds like somebody trying to do a bad American accent. And uh, it was distracting for me the rest of the film.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And I'd say he was one of the best parts of the movie for as much as we just complained about him. (laughs) Which is not saying much. Do we want to talk about the worst part of the movie yet? Do it. Uh, What is it? When Black Canary decides to come out and use her superpower that could have ended the movie a lot earlier.
2: When she when she real like when all of the sudden she has a superpower that she never, you know, showed any sort of. Why
1: the fuck didn't she use that in the club when everybody was being a piece of shit to her when she was working that job? Like just sing and kill everybody and then go. How does Harley even know she
0: can do that?
1: Uh, yeah, there was no point at which she like reveals. That There's a to deleted
0: her. scene where Harley gets a text. She's like, "Oh, by the way, I can sing real loud. It helps." Well, like she <laughs> I she can breaks, breaks kill that. People.
2: She breaks that glass earlier. Oh
1: uh, yeah. Like,
2: but it but it's not but human,
0: anybody. Can, oh,
2: anybody. But can it's it's not presented in a way that makes it seem like she has some sort of power. Right. It's just like oh, Fuck she's no. singing high. Yeah. in Yeah, I thought her superpower
0: was oh, she has the range of one Mariah Carey.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> um. I will say that I thought Mary Elizabeth <laughs>
2: that actress, that actress superpower is getting somebody to think she's a good enough actor to be cast in a major yes. motion picture. Yes. Hey, she played Michelle's friend Denise on Full House for years.
1: Oh my god! I knew I recognized her. That's fine. You were gonna talk about Mary Elizabeth Winstead, though, as uh, Huntress, and I,
0: I I actually thought she was thought the best was part of the movie. Moment. But here's the thing I think um I thought Huntress's story was interesting. And I think the weaving in her story of her family being killed by like the mafia bosses and her having to be hit away in another, like all of that, I was like, okay, this is an interesting story. It's not being executed very well. She probably deserves her like own standalone movie. Well, it
2: was better when we saw it in Kill Bill.
0: Well, there's that ah. as well. Ah. But here's the thing: I don't know how I, I'm not an expert in DC. I don't know how much of that is rooted in comic lore and all that stuff. But I will say, um, her costume sucked, and it looked like a WB CW show. Like it just it was like one, another one of those things where it's like, you know, in a Marvel movie when they when like. Look when Captain Marvel shows up. Look when Scarlet Witch shows up. Look at Black Widow. Look at Ant Man. Look at Spider Man. Captain Marvel. Any one of those people. Vision. They are wearing a suit that is just you're mesmerized by it. And I and I think what DC was going for in this movie is like this more real world type thing. But it's fucking Gotham City, and you're talking about the yeah. Joker. So it's, it's not Gotham the real world. You, City. Pain. You just
2: blew up, you know, <laughs> acme chemicals, and it's like the biggest fucking. Ridiculous explosion I've ever seen, and I think but it's one better, of those things where it's like I know DC realistic. DC fans, yeah. And
1: then at one point Harley uh, Quinn like just is wearing skates like roller skates out of nowhere. If you're that's ridiculous, like do more ridiculous shit. Uh, Rosie Perez good. was
0: not good in this movie. No. I know DC fans are excited that Montoya was in the movie, but it's like it's again one of those things where like the the nod that sh- this is a character famous from the comics is not good enough to make it. Doesn't make it good. Yeah. Just because it's a thing that is like a fun.
1: Yeah. Inclusion of an Easter egg. Fun nod. Justify it. (laughs) Fun nod.
2: God. We're really, this episode is really, we're like, Oscar sucked. This sucks. Eminem sucks. (laughs) We're
0: going to New York. (laughs) We
1: don't suck. Fun Fun nod. We're cool. The best
0: (laughs) nod was Jake nodding off during the movie. That was (laughs) the fun nod. Uh, God.
1: Hey,
0: you
2: know what? Hey, I'll say this.
1: Yeah. What'll you say?
2: Those were comfy seats. Those were nice seats.
1: I will say this. I walked in with a Harley Quinn, Birds of Prey, and the Fantabulous, whatever the fucking title was, poster. And I walked out without it because I left it on the seat because I didn't give a shit by the time I'd finished watching the movie. That is the
2: funniest thing ever. That's the best thing. Hey, I'll say this. I was
0: like, I'll take one. Maybe it'll be good. My dislike of the movie has nothing to do with them not wearing sexy costumes.
1: No, exactly. That's and, another thing like Answer the Call. You're, it's like, oh, it's not because they're women. It's because it wasn't a funny, well-made movie. Yeah, It's, tr- and, it's a tricky little and, subject. And
0: if you look at Twitter, Twitter would have you believe that the reason that the movie is not doing well is because hardcore it, fanboys are upset that Harley Quinn isn't sexualized enough. And I say that is not why this movie is not doing well. Here's the thing. I do want to have this conversation with you guys. Let's, let's, this is like the Terminator Dark Fate thing. There was anticipation for this movie. The reviews are good. The cinema score is good. By and large, people seem to be enjoying it. But nobody went. So we can't say that nobody went because it sucked. Maybe nobody will go next weekend because it's not good. But what is the reason? And I I put up a poll on Twitter. Is it DC's track record? Is it bad marketing? Is it because it's rated R when it maybe didn't have to be rated R? Which is um, that's a like, good
1: point. What, good what, point. Like
0: what? Why did? Just like with Terminator Dark, Dark Fate, collectively everyone said
2: we're not going to this movie. Yeah. Except for the three of us. No interest. Uh, but why? It's, why aren't people going to this movie? It's because I think it's a little bit of all of those things. I think it's partly DC's track record, partly. Nobody likes Suicide. Like, nobody likes su- Nobody go. Only people like us watch a movie and say, whoa, that was awful. Let me pay to go see the sequel. <laughs> Most people don't do that. Right. This is a sequel to Suicide Squad. And, and Margot Robbie might be great in other movies, but Suicide Squad sucked. Yeah. And this sucks. This is the sequel. Most people... Like, don't go see every single movie that comes out. And if they didn't like the first one, they're not going to go see the next one.
1: Just masochists like us.
0: By the way, you remember everyone was like, oh, that Harley Quinn Suicide Squad felt like Hot Topic. They are wrong. That movie, she was like Pac-Sun. This movie, she's like
2: Hot Topic. I was thinking more like Spencers. Oh, yeah. This This movie, she's like Spencers. Straight up Spencers. It's like the wannabe Hot Topic. It's like Gadzooks.
1: Yeah. Fuck that.
0: Fuck and Fuck this movie. Um, I I think it's a combination of everything. I think February is a weird release time for this kind of movie. I think the marketing they did screw up by calling it Birds of Prey.
1: Yeah, nobody knows what that shit is. There hasn't been a yeah. recent like they haven't Nobody's, used that title recently. Exactly. Also, there's
2: no Birds of Prey until the last ten minutes of the Fuck fucking. No, movie. it's a goddamn. They don't hard all meet mm-hmm. each other until the very end, and they're like, "Oh, we gotta we gotta team up." And yeah. Like, oh,
1: they go on a mission. Team in the up last for act. five
2: minutes. The
0: R rating is re- it's so unnecessary yeah because here's the thing yeah there's a lot of swears a lot of f-bombs and things like that and there's one there's the cocaine scene which could have easily been something else actually our friend john jacaba said why didn't it would have been better and more world building if she would have taken a shot of bane's venom from the evidence chamber Uh, and i was like (laughs) you know what
1: you know what they should be that's a better idea yeah that's
0: a literally a better idea yeah um and the violence it's violent but it's not like it could have been PG 13 and maybe that would have made him at least another $10 million or something like that. But it's yeah, weird because like,
1: especially if they were trying to like do that female supporting a female type thing. Like, but the that problem was is the like, here's the wholesome. fact
0: just like, like the movie was marketed. I don't know who they were marketing towards, but it's the, the viewing audience skewed males like 25 to 50 year old males, like females aren't going to see this movie. The yes, I have some audience. Here's the thing, like Abby, I'm sorry, but like everyday average like females don't give a fuck about these kinds of movies. They just don't, do they? Oh,
1: I mean, not the ones I talk to, and I'm not going to say that. I mean, I don't know
0: how many of your female friends saw Suicide Squad.
1: Oh, none. Yeah, I mean, there's there's a case to be made for that. Like that it, it that's not that's. A answer the call thing too though to be like oh that's our demographic we're gonna get these girls to come in and see it
0: the problem is when you got movies like the mcu or deadpool they 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 become these like cultural moments where no matter you know if you're a 15 year old kid or a 25 year old woman or a 50 year old dude like everybody flocks to the movie this movie never got its footing dc does not have a great track record but DC also, the money, the movies make money. Shazam made money. Wonder Woman made money. I just think this was a poorly executed, uh, from a, from a, a marketing standpoint. Yeah, there's too many
1: barriers for like the average, like layman viewer or whatever, who has no idea.
0: I've talked to multiple people who are normally up to date with these kinds of things who didn't even realize that it came out. Yeah. That's never a good sign.
1: Yeah. (laughs) I was talking to someone at work about it, and they were like, "Oh well, I saw the, I saw Joker. I can't wait to see the next with Harley Quinn." I was
0: like,
1: "That's different."
0: <laughs> hey, let's talk about that real quick before we we start wrapping up.
1: Why didn't they make it like that? Serious as fuck. Like, cover the trauma of her childhood or whatever.
0: I wasn't gonna say any of okay, that. Okay, well, I, I thought to... about
1: that earlier. What I'm I would saying is, be more into it.
0: The biggest DC movie, one of the biggest movies of the last several years, is a DC movie, and it was Joker this movie has nothing to do with that, but references Joker the whole time to the average moviegoer. That is confusing. I guarantee that's confusing. I I know it is. Yeah. Right now they've got a new Batman trilogy in development. Plus you've got the DC universe plus the, like you've got three concurrent universes happening and it's not, that's just not going to work. It's just not. It's off brand. It's weird.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Okay. They've dug a hole. They've dug a hole and they're refusing to lie in it. They're refusing to like what they like. What DC needs to do is they need like a fresh start. They need to be able to start from the beginning and be like, those are done. This is what we're doing moving forward. And they need to think it out. But they're not doing that. They just think if they keep pushing forward, they'll eventually catch on to something that works. And it's not happening.
1: They need James Gunn. Oh, wait.
2: They have James Gunn. (laughs) And maybe that's the thing. Maybe yeah, we'll that's see. what
0: writes. Yeah. We t- that
1: was the first thing we talked about was how this would affect his writing and direction with that. Maybe. It
0: won't. You know why? Cause I read an article. There's no cross poll. There's no planning. They are viewing these as independent projects that just happen to take place in the same universe. How do you this-
1: do that? you comic. It's fucking comic I don't know. Ask based. Ryan Johnson. Oh. <laughs> oh yeah. You mean just the, the captain of do your own thing.
0: <laughs> cool. Yeah, Knives Out was the weirdest Star Wars movie I've ever seen. <laughs> I still haven't seen that. Um, yeah, I don't know, and it'll be interesting to see how Wonder Woman does, and it'll probably do fine, and that's, it'll do that, better. That's fine. Well, it's gonna it's be, I mean, this Wonder movie, Woman. This movie bombed. Thirty million.
1: It was a big old sticky bomb
0: on an eighty million dollar budget for a superhero movie opening. It's
2: just it's it's bad. <laughs> yeah, it's really this bad. movie. This movie, Super Mario Brothers. Yeah, dude. All over itself.
1: Oh yeah. It it was several different movies kind of mashed together. It had been through way too much like handling from too many different people.
0: But did you like it? I loved it.
1: I can't wait to go see it again. No, three fucks. That's yeah. it.
0: It's uh it, it kind of sucks too, because you don't I don't root for these movies to do I well maybe a little bit these. I was actually
1: rooting for it to do well, so yeah.
0: It's a bummer. They got our money.
1: Yeah. I took the poster, I left the poster, that's it.
0: <laughs> cool. Um, yeah, I don't have much else to say other than uh i yeah I don't know i I hope so I think suicide squad will be great, but i what what if it's the kind of thing where it's really great, but people just don't go because again, it's confusing because there was already a movie called suicide Squad and they won't come out and say if this is a sequel or
1: but they've got a, I feel like there's enough star power behind it has it. to be yeah. a
0: sequel. Unless they start doing parallel universe stuff, it has to be a sequel because they're using some
1: can they, same actors. Can they right? advertise it as like from the director who brought you Guardians of the Galaxy Volume One and Two? On yeah. the, they're going to the have to.
2: They're going to. Yeah, they from will. the
0: director who was banned from Twitter. Get for hooked
1: on a feeling again. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh man. <sighs> yeah here's hoping y'all <laughs> from the director who Disney fired for making the most inappropriate jokes <laughs> of all time. And DC was like, we'll take them. <laughs>
1: Dollar signs.
0: Uh, I love James Gunn and I really can't wait for that. It's going to yeah, be great. Same. Excited. Uh, <clears throat> what I meant is I can't wait for him to be back on guardians. <laughs> I <didn't> get <laughs> I just Get questions. away
1: from DC. <clears throat> all
0: right, cool. Yeah. Well, that was fun. Cool guys. Recap. Fun episode. We hate everything. Mm-hmm. That's fine. Yeah. Pe- people know that about us um anything else before we uh take off
1: we don't hate everything we love our listeners and we love group therapy so join up and um give us five stars and subscribe to our youtube channel is that all the plugs
0: hey i love ghostbusters oh, sure that's yeah, what i love you too i'm excited for i it.
1: love i love this city and this town
0: what do you know? new york we're not there
1: we're gonna be there in a week
0: um. All right, well, we can uh, wrap it up there. I did want to, once again, say make sure that you're following us, checking us out on social media, Instagram and Twitter, at YHS Podcast. We very much appreciate... Are you leaving? Abby's leaving.
1: Abby's, Abby's done. I'm trying she's to get like, 7 on
0: the closes wait. at 10. <laughs> <laughs> we need to leave? Yeah, so I'm trying to
1: can... go to the grocery store.
0: Okay. Um, wait, where are
1: you going? 7 on
2: No, I think we're going
1: uh,
2: to... I don't think... Uh, I don't like you guys going there without me. You don't like so. it? Jake's going to keep us on the line. Jake's like, do you oh, a couple more uh, thoughts we got more to talk about. Uh, I got an idea <laughs> for Suicide Squad 3. Uh, yeah, but what do <laughs> you think about, uh,
1: Harley Quinn was pretty good. Let's uh, keep talking well, about
2: it. Let me tell you how they can fix this Harley Quinn issue. Exterior, Gotham City, night. <laughs>
1: uh-huh.
2: We start on a hyena. Oh my God.
0: <laughs> Fuck that hyena. Bring
1: Jim Carrey in.
0: Let Jim Carrey play the hyena.
1: Yeah. As, <laughs> as hyena.
0: All right. Um, so go see the movie. Yeah, Let us know what you think yeah. in the comments.
1: Get yourself a poster. There's plenty.
0: And uh, we will see everybody next week. Thank <laughs> you so much. For- yeah. <laughs> You're a bad
2: feminist.
1: No, I, this is... Uh, I've, I'm i sorry. It reeks of Abby's, being
2: poser I feminism. I just want to say that Abby's like... Currently, walking away from the microphone booth. I have been, like, I'm like, I'm on waiting I'm, for this to I'm be holding over.
1: my headphones upside down like a telephone and I'm leaning in, like, yeah, okay, I love you. No, you hang up. <laughs> and I, it's because I want to go to the, the uh, grocery store. Right.
0: Yeah. Well, Abby's going to go to the grocery store. I'm going to edit a podcast. Jake's going to watch some MM videos. We're going to call him that. Cool. Yeah. For Abigail Gardner and Jacob Walsh, my name is Craig Goldberg. We will see everybody next week on Yes, Have Some podcast. Yes. Bye.
1: Love you. Bye, guys. Bye.